Hey, Jim, stop watching the Sixers game and come fucking record this podcast with me. Oh, right, uh, fine. I just wanted to see Markel. Dude, he doesn't even know how to shoot, dog. Ah, but we got to stick with him in his black tight t-shirt. Trust the process. Hey guys, welcome to season two, episode three. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing great. This is actually overall our 21st episode. Oh my gosh. We are legal drinking age in podcast sessions. <laughs> and if we were dogs, what's 21 times seven? I don't know. 147? 147. That sounds right. <laughs> uh, math. Math is cool. It is, is a math podcast. It is a math podcast. After it is all. a math podcast. So I am Jim and you are... I am Marcus. We've been dads since 09. Which is a long fucking time. It really is. It really is. Um, you can find us on social media at Dad Drinking. That's on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Marcos at Fidel Gastro. That's right. On both of those platforms as well. And you can find me at JF Cosgrove 9 um, but you won't be able to see anything. And we're not on Snapchat because we're way too fucking old for that shit. Yeah, I don't think anyone snaps anymore anyway, do they? Yeah, I, I, I think the, it's a dying company. Yeah. It's dying. Well, he cashed out. It was a good time. Yeah. You Anywho. Can, yeah, you can listen to this. I mean, you're listening to this, so you know this already. But tell your friends that you can listen on daddrinking.com, which is our, our traditional website filled with other media and things. You can also listen to and subscribe to our podcast on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts, as well as Stitcher now. Yes, that's right. That's right. And thank you very much to our sponsors, Side Project Jerky. You can order their jerky at sideprojectjerky.com. And as listeners, you do get free shipping with code DADDRINKING when you check out. Really? You do. Oh, yeah. I didn't that's, know that. That's been hanging out there. It's, it's, it's literally never expires. So please order some jerky. Also check out the subscription service, which is great. You can get three months, six months, 12 months. Christmas is coming up. I know, I'm, I know what I'm getting. My fucking... Meat. Yeah. Meat. Dried meat. meat. So much dried meat. That's a good gift. Yes. It lasts a while. Anywho, Jim, how's, uh, how's, how's the week been? A couple of weeks been? It's been a little bit. It's been fine. I've been uh, hanging around the Philadelphia area. How about you? Uh, I actually was in Salt Lake this past Salt weekend. Lake City. Salt Lake City, yes. <laughs> the, the place of my birth. Wow. And the place that I lived for 18 years before I fucking fled <laughs> with my hair on fire. Why did you go back? Uh, so uh, some unfortunate news. My pops is not feeling too well. Ugh. So, uh, we, we took the family, um, you know, we, we did a whole thing, which was great. It was, it was great to, you know, see him. I think he's doing okay, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I anticipate a, a couple more trips in, in the coming months, but, Ugh. uh, Utah is an interesting place. Yeah. What's, what's the best thing you drank there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a loaded question. Yeah, it is. It is. So, so the best thing I drank was... Uh, it's called the Hop Rising, which is a double IPA from Wasatch Beers. But the worst thing I drank, this was actually the, the first time that I've had a worst thing, which was a, so I ordered a Sazerac from a bar. Okay. We, we the parents took the kids and uh, Kelly and I went out 
and I thought I was ordering an actual Sazerac, so absinthe rinse, the whole cocktail right. thing, but I just actually was just fucking Sazerac rye. Ew. Um, it, and it was one ounce. So everything is metered in Utah. Right. Uh, isn't, isn't, it, isn't there something weird about how they prepare the drinks, too? Don't they have to go into a special room? They uh, w- outside the viewpoint of the uh, you know the non sinners. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what's weird about it is is every everything's metered. So all of the bottles like have like this little sort of weird nipple thing that they plug Ooh. into a a clicker is, okay. is is what it's called, and it meters out one ounce, which is you know great for inventory control, right. but it fucking sucks for trying to get drunk. Right. Now, you're at a higher altitude, so I'm, I guess scientifically, like, you may get drunk faster, but I ordered after this bullshit Sazerac one-ounce pour, or Manhattan, and it was called the perfect Manhattan. It was, uh, I believe it was Maker's Mark, Sweet Vermouth. And Joseph Smith's Sweat. And Dry Vermouth, and Joseph Smith's Sweat. But they, they <laughs> served it. On the rocks, and that's it was weird. Just, well, it's everything's just weak. Yeah. Now, it, it's cheap. So, but it, but it's cheap for a reason because mm-hmm. you literally have to order double or triple to actually get drunk. It's so you have to have multiples. Yeah. Oh my god. That's good. That fits in in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Thank you. Nice. I've been trying to work in that joke about polyhoppery yeah. IPAs. Um, uh, poly- <laughs> But uh, I'm, I'm glad that you went out there. I'm glad, yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm glad listen, that the listeners get to learn a little bit about trying to drink in Utah. It's, it's very difficult, listeners. It's very difficult. What about you? What have you been up to? Well, I hung around here, and, and actually I thought it would be interesting to share that I, the best thing that I had to drink over the last few weeks was a homemade Amaro. Ooh. By our, uh, we love Amaro. We do. And we have a, we have a friend friend of the podcast and a friend in real life as well who is an eagle scout yeah he is macgyver basically he can he is he is macgyver incarnate he can figure out how to do anything and so he's figured out how to make his own amaro and he made a damn good amaro yeah you know most amaros i have are kind of like a cola uh, the sweeter side or maybe the the chinar was a little bit more earthy um, yeah. But it's always one extreme or the other, sweet or but super they, But they skew. Or Fernet Branca is yeah. very, like, you know, sharp. Which I love. I love it, too. But but you don't but really have a... very distinct recipe. Exactly. And th- this guy, Kyle, made... Uh, we, we were likening it to kind of like a, a citrusy Montenegro. It, it was in the middle. Wow. Um, but it had a really a lot of citrus flavors. And he said he packed he packed a ton of grapefruit orange and lemon peels into the bottle when he it took him a while because of the oils yeah. to slough off the top um, before it was ready to be prepared but he gave me a a small um club soda schweppes club soda bottle filled <laughs> used used uh cleaned and rinsed filled with that and i actually had it on the rocks he wow. recommended it on the rocks and i tried it neat first and it, it didn't have a lot of air in it. I don't know how to say this in a way that's eloquent. Um, yeah. But when you dropped a couple of cubes in the uh, little snifter brandy glass that I used, it really opened up and it had a, a delicious vibrancy of the citrus along with that I nice, like that. sharp a, gentian a uh, cut. Bright, mm-hmm. A bright Amaro. You don't really have a bright Amaro. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. 
It's very tasty. But but what we did most recently, like every dad, every basic dad in the world, no doubt. took my kid to a pumpkin patch. My kids to a pumpkin patch on it's Sunday. Fall, dude. Yeah, we did the corn maze. We saw some pigs. We saw some uh, goats, and we I uh, took the goat, and we <laughs> saw some goats. And uh, she had a good time. The kids had a great time. And uh, the place we go, Milky Way Farms in Chester Springs, Pennsylvania, also has a creamery Ooh. where they they kind of uh, so do, you fuck with ice cream and shit. Yeah, but it's like a, it's almost like the equivalent of a single malt ice cream. They have one cow. They take the milk from one cow and they make a flavor with the milk of that cow. And they name the flavor after the cow Shut from up, whence really? the milk came. Single utter. Single utter ice cream. <laughs> Single utter ice cream. Dude, that's fucking. Brilliant. It was pretty cool. It was, it was like very that. delicious. The ice cream is amazing. We we need to somehow leverage that marketing. It's really and funny. Like single utter ice cream. It's really hey, good. Weckerly's, if you're listening. Single utter ice cream. It's your next shit. Um, I presume you also took your kids to a pumpkin patch. So we went to the pumpkin patch last night. Wow. And we on a thought, weeknight, huh? On a weeknight, we thought we were getting one over on like everybody else. We were like, you know what? You go during the weekend. That shit is basic. You do the hay rides. Everyone, everyone, and their brother. We saw three or four crowd. people yeah, that we dude. knew. And this this farm was like forty minutes from our house. Oh yeah, and you you literally see everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the greatest things I've ever read, and this is you know prior to the pumpkin picking, it's the apple picking. Yeah. But uh, the Evster. Oh. I don't know if you follow him oh, on yeah, Twitter. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. He's, one of the, uh, he's one of the great Philly Twitter uh, so, personalities. So he had this blog, TV My Wife Watches. Right. Mostly wrote, about The Bachelor, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dude's fucking hilarious. He is funny. And he wrote this whole thing on apple picking. And I think, it, you know, he was throwing shade at white people. He's a white dude, mm-hmm. which is fine. But um, anywho... We went to the pumpkin patch and we thought we were going to be like, yeah, dude, we're going to get the fucking like hayride where nobody else can be in the hayride. It's going to be awesome. Everything was closed. Everything. Everything. And and I think. Did you get a pumpkin at least? Yeah, dude, we got $40 worth of pumpkins. Wow. <laughs> fucking, we're idiots. We are total idiots. We also went to PJ Wellahans. Okay. Um, so just again, I know they're the, the wing bowl sponsor. I've never been to wing bowl. No, I don't ever I. really care to go to Wing Bowl, but I don't understand why they have to bread the wings. I think it's total fucking bullshit. Oh, they bread their wings, huh? They bread their wings, and that's the standard. So you have to order the wings naked Ooh. if you want just regular-ass wings. Mm-hmm. And we ordered them naked, and they showed up fucking breaded. And, and the waitresses were like, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever. High-quality service there, right? Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> so we, we really missed out on all the pumpkin festivities. I hope we get back, but. Well, so, so tis the season of pumpkins. Fuck yeah. And, and being dads and being around pumpkins. So are we making cocktails? Tonight, no. We're going to embrace the season, and we are going to do a sampling of four different pumpkin-flavored beers. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. So we had four different beers. Welcome to the nutmeg terror, dumb folks. <laughs> we, we picked four. Actually, Marcos picked two, and I picked two. We tried to coordinate so we didn't double up. Yeah. Um, as we said, the supply and, and is limited here in Pennsylvania, so we wanted to make sure we were uh, broadening as many uh, horizons here of our of our pumpkin availability as possible. So we went with four. We went with the pumpkin, uh, Southern Tier, Southern Tier Imperial Ale. We went with another Southern Tier, the Warlock Imperial, which is a stout. Yeah. 
Um, we Love did it. the uh, Weyerbacher. Yeah. What's that called? Just the Imperial Classic. Pumpkin? It's uh, Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Yeah. yeah. And then the fourth one was something by Cape May Brewing Company called Mop Water. Which is a brilliant, brilliant name. Yes. Great name. Um, so, so to make anything pumpkin flavored, there's really just four, sometimes five, sometimes six ingredients. You're looking at cinnamon, clove, nutmeg, ginger, perhaps allspice, and sometimes real pumpkin. Um, and that's only when people complain about the ingredients not being natural. And so they add a couple pieces of pumpkin. Even the pumpkin really doesn't taste like your pumpkin pie or your pumpkin spice. The pumpkin right? tastes like squash. Yes, it's a gourd. It's it, has, it doesn't have those sweet flavors that you associate with the pumpkin spice. Um, but all of these all of these beers that we tasted had some component of those four or had those four ingredients plus perhaps a little vanilla here and there. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we're going to give you our tasting notes on each of them. Um, but the, the pumpkin beer is a sweet beer. It's yeah. Right. Incredibly For- sweet. Um, I, I, I think there was a time maybe five to seven years ago when I was like, I looked forward to pumpkin season, pumpkin season. Right. Yeah. I was like, I'm fucking, I'm down. But then, then I realized like, this is not, it doesn't taste like beer, you know? Yeah. Some of them taste like cream soda. Actually, I was going to say two of the four tasted very cream soda-ish. Now, they were from the same brewery, Southern yeah. Tier. But that wasn't necessarily a bad thing. But let's go, let's go with each one first, right? Yeah, let's, let's, just, let's, let's just walk through it. Let's get some, some tasting notes. So we'll start, let's start with the Pump King Imperial Ale by yeah. Southern Tier, right? For me, this one had um, a very, very, very strong cream soda flavor. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. we totally agree. We it, totally agree. It, it starts off with a cream soda nose. You kind of can you can sense the foam, the bubbles of an old cream soda like you used to have at your uncle's house, right? With the bottle when when bottles were not as ubiquitous as they are today. Yeah. And um, the finish has a very vanilla y taste, right? Vanilla cream soda taste. All all vanilla. Right. All, all vanilla. Um, obviously, there was there's you know pumpkin spice there, very pronounced, but it it really kind of you're not drinking a beer, or it, it feels like you're not drinking a beer. It feels like you are drinking a cream soda, which is great. I love cream soda. Um, and cream soda is a good fall flavor. I think they hit it spot on with the fall flavors. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Yeah, yeah. The um, the Weyerbacher, though, did you feel that was a little bit of a different taste? So the Weyerbacher was interesting to me. I thought um, there was there was a lot of acidity in the Weyerbacher. Yeah, and I it noted almost, that too. It almost had like a tomatoey taste, which is interesting. Um, yeah, I, I felt it was still creamy. Yeah. Right? Um, I, I got more cinnamon out of that one than I did okay. tomato. But yeah. it, it did taste, you know what it tasted like to me was was an apple cider that was flat. Okay, yeah. No, it was not very fizzy. Right. It certainly wasn't very fizzy. Yeah. Right. It wasn't bad. Um the, the stout, though, I thought that was really interesting. I liked it. That also was by Southern Tier, so it had that yeah. cream soda taste. But it was almost like a cream soda mixed with a coffee. The stout has a, you know, a much more roasty flavor. Yeah, and it's kind of milky, too, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. I agree. And I liked the color of it. Um, it was 9%, and it did not feel like 9% no, at all. Definitely drinkable. Definitely yeah. drinkable. What about the last beer we drank? The last, <laughs> the mop water, which <laughs> is a five-spice ale. Right, so it, it's not actually called pumpkin, but it does have allspice, cinnamon, clove 
and nutmeg in it. So we, we basically treated that as if it was a pumpkin spice. They it's, just didn't call it that. It's a fall beer, right? It's, right. You know. But it's called mop water. And I don't know if anyone's ever mopped a floor in a, in a restaurant, for example. But that, that water doesn't smell great. No. Right? No, it's, it's a very, very familiar and distinct aroma. And I think that they nailed it. <laughs> the it, nose on this drink <laughs> smelled like a bucket of mop water, right? Yes. And, and, and we were hopeful that it would come through with a, with a different taste. I got to tell you, Marcus has probably a stronger reaction to this one than I did, but I, I drank a, 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 a few slugs of this, and it, it tasted really like vanilla extract to me. Like that was the heaviest flavor that yeah. was coming out for me. With a, with a little bit of a brown ale. They call it a brown ale, but it, it really, it didn't have anything like that, like the Avery um, brown ale. I love that one. That's is, really good. It has a nutty that, flavor. Is has that the, the dog one with the dog? Yeah, yes. yeah. It's really good. I love it. Yeah. And it, it, to me, it, it's a perfect brown ale. It's got some nuttiness, good German malts. And this this thing talks, the mop water talked about the, the malt that it yeah. layers, multiple German malts. It has a very... Interesting approach. They also recommend that you drink it with birthday cake, um, pig, or apples. Or apple. Yeah, I do. I do like the the um, the the pairing recommendations. It is cool, but it smelled like fucking mop water. <laughs> and and when I tasted it, it tasted like a urinal cake. I've so, never I've never sampled a urinal cake, but I know but what you the, mean. Like the, the, the smell, smell, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, like, right. Like, you, like you went into the link at the halftime of an Eagles game. Yeah. You, you grabbed a cake out of the urinal, and you brought it back, and you steeped your Bud Light with a little urinal cake. Right, because right. your Bud Light was not flavorful enough. <laughs> well, it already tasted like urine. Right. Right, or had the, the consistency and the color of urine. So you said, <laughs> why not go for it and make this sterile, sanitized urine, even though urine is sterile, technically. Yeah. This is not a science podcast. No. Right. But it is neither a mad math podcast nor a science <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the it's, urinal cake steeping um, was a good analogy, I thought, Marcus. Yeah. Very good. Oh, my God. It, it wasn't great. No. It, it, and what's funny is I, I feel like a sucker because they're, it's, it's right out there for it. it. This is called mop water. Yeah. So they're not lying. They're not lying. They're you. laughing all the way to the <laughs> bank on this one. Yeah. So, um, so all of these though are limited time offers, seasonal offerings. Right. Um, but I guess my question is, and what I looked into before this episode was how did all of this pumpkin mania start? Because nowadays you can't walk down an aisle in a grocery store without seeing cereal that's pumpkin flavored. Um, you've got all the coffees that have a pumpkin flavor. Dude, Bruner Brothers is doing a pumpkin fucking burrata. Wow. I mean, Ew, yeah. Really? And, yeah. And then there's just like, there's pumpkin spice everything. Although I missed opportunity, I wanted to do a pumpkin spice gold bond and I wanted to call it butt make. <laughs> Never did it. If anybody's out there, they want to do like a branded, nice. a branded gold bond or some other medicated so, powder. So, so we weird, weird branding. I saw on the internet today that they sell greenies, those little dog toothbrush yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Pumpkin spice flavored. Of course, dude. It, it's literally unbelievable. It is, it is. It is fucking infiltrated every aspect of our life. So, so I, I thought that was interesting, and I wanted to know what the roots were of this pumpkin where, spice. Where mania. did this whole thing come from? Right. right. I mean, so everyone, every source that I found says the modern mania started in 2003 when Starbucks introduced the pumpkin spice latte. Because Starbucks was relevant and cool in 2003. Yeah. 
And and I, I loved the pumpkin spice latte back in the day. I would get one per year. I would feel nice and folly. Yeah. Right? And I would go for it. Pumpkin spice latte is so popular, Marcos, that it has its own verified Twitter handle. Jesus Christ. Yes. You <laughs> Do you have a verified Twitter handle? I'm not verified yet. No. I should be. Mm, I'm you're pretty not, though. Popular, Pum- but pumpkin I'm not. spice latte is. God damn. Fuck you, pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane, though. I, but but it, it is true. I mean, it's it's gotten to the point, right? Like, you know, it's become this, like, basic thing, right? It's like, you know, you wear your Uggs. You get your pumpkin spice latte. You have a scarf on. You have a scarf on. Mm-hmm. And you go pumpkin picking. You went yeah. pumpkin picking this weekend. I did. I tried to go pumpkin picking yesterday. Yeah. And that, that's just, it's almost like a, a piece of Americana, which I found interesting, modern Americana. But this has been, pumpkin really is something that is very unique to the United States. Um, no one else in the world, no other country in the world consumes pumpkin the way Americans do. It's very strange. The, the first recorded reference to a pumpkin recipe was actually in the very first cookbook ever printed in America in 1796. Amelie Simmons, in her American cookery book, um, had a pumpkin dessert uh, uh, entry, which basically took pumpkin and added some spices and made it a, a sweet yet savory dish, right? Okay. And was it a pumpkin pie or it was just a... a- it was it was pumpkin-y like a it, thing, it was right? like a pumpkin tart or something. I forget exactly what it was. And they were getting the spices from like the West Indies, most likely. Or yeah, yeah. so so all of the Caribbean traders would come up and into Philadelphia, yeah, and and the, the southern colonies. Like, and yo, would, yo yo I got this spice, son. <laughs> yo add this to your calabasa, man. Yeah, yeah, and because uh, <laughs> they speak Spanish down there yeah. probably, um, and they. Um, but pumpkins were so ubiquitous. That's the second time I used that word. We it's should fine. cut that. Um, but they were so widespread in the Northeast that that it made a lot of sense to use what you had. And 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 nowadays people gravitate, or people have written books about why pumpkins are popular in the United States. And they they say that people associate pumpkins with nostalgia and home. And so around the holidays, they they eat pumpkins as a reminder of their youth. In America, it is a feel-good gourd. Like I feel gourd when I think about pumpkins. <laughs> I terrible. do. I mean, that's, joke. that's awful. That's a bad that's joke. Fucking terrible. <laughs> no, but you're right. I mean, like you see, like I, I, I personally like Halloween is my favorite holiday. Really? Oh yeah. And I like, like Thanksgiving. I think. Yeah. But same thing. But yeah, just like the the cornucopia and like the bounty of the mm-hmm. harvest and all of that shit is just, it's it's big. In, yes. In, in, in my heart. It's emotional, I it feel is, like. It is, yes. The pumpkin Absolutely. is an emotional uh, You know, I love carving veggie. pumpkins. Right. And, like, now me and the kids are into fucking Halloween Wars and the Halloween Baking Championship. It's it's a great time to be a gastro right now. And a dad. Yeah, and a dad. I mean, that's the thing is, like, these these are the, the kind of low barrier to entry dad things you can do. Carving a pumpkin, and, like, you can do, like, your kind of, like, man shit, right? Because you got a knife. You're wearing right. a knife. Mm-hmm. And now they sell, like, the fucking kits. So you can get the do they template. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, you can go to Rite Aid, and you can get a fucking kit. And you can carve some that's no crazy fun. shit. No, but it is. It I like is. To, I like to make my kids design design the pumpkin face. And then I bring it to life with my knife. Oh, I, I, I like <laughs> I to... I create life with a destructive instrument. I like to get the vampire template, carve it, and then have my daughter say, Oh my God, that looks like Guy Fieri. That's the guy you like, right? From the Food Network? <laughs> and then I want to kill myself. So it's totally... it's Fall's great. I love fall. 
So I, I agree. I think that the fall and the pumpkin picking and the pumpkin pie and the Thanksgiving, all of that has a lot of emotional meaning and memory. And, yes. and, and it pairs nicely with alcohol because a lot of memories you create while drinking alcohol or listening to music, any of those things Absolutely. has a similar effect, right? Yeah. So, so the, I think the people that created pumpkin flavored beer or pumpkin flavored alcohol were really onto something. Not like the people that made pumpkin pie flavored vodka. Like they can go to hell. I, I hate <laughs> flavored vodka. I hate vodka cocktails, but, but let's just back up. They're leveraging memory and like associations Jim, with Jim. Is there something you want to share with, <laughs> no. with our we'll listeners? We'll talk some other time vodka. about vodka. We'll have a vodka show where I just talk trash. Are you sure? Because I mean, we can listen. This is a safe space. <laughs> we we can do this right. Trying to keep this tight, man. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna be. I'm gonna go way off the deep end on that. But I think that they were onto something by by trying to link the 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 sensorial memory of pumpkin and those flavors with like a very smooth tasting ambery uh, fall flavored beer with right. malt right yeah it pairs so nicely together um, but to me I feel like there's only a certain time of year when it's okay to order a pumpkin I mean you would only it's, order it during certain times right it's literally October right like October. that's it even though it's available starting August 15th which is stupid right. but I, I guess there was a reason for it I think so what I've read is that the demand became such that they had to, like, kind of move the production slot up. Right. Well, it's a – pumpkin and, spiced flavors is a $500 million a year industry right now in the United States. Jesus Christ. And, and while, while we last year made a very bold statement that maple was the new pumpkin – it still hasn't played out. I haven't seen any. I actually looked the last couple weeks. There's no maple. maple beer. Yeah, no. No maple beers. Just think some maple coffee shit, but. Yeah, no, but I would actually really be interested in trying like a, a maple porter. That sounds amazing. Doesn't it? Oh my God. They yeah, haven't like done a, it yet. Like a silky smooth, mm-hmm. roasty, toasty. Right, with a little hint of the yeah. sweet maple. Yeah, I'd even, I'd even fuck with a maple stout. Yeah, exactly. I don't want an ale, but I think that I think the ale would be too sweet. Yeah. But the other ones would be great. I, I just, when you're talking about a, a $500 million industry, though, it does go off the rails a little bit where, well, you, where you get little Debbies. You literally just have to. Everything. Yeah. In pumpkin. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, bathe. When's the last time you ordered a, a pumpkin spice latte? A little PSL. I, I've not PSL'd since last year. Maybe, maybe two years ago. Wow. Yeah, it's, it is, it, I want, I want. It, it's like broccoli rob, right? Like, I I want I want to enjoy broccoli rob. I do. But it's you know, so, I never enjoy that. I think it smells like feet. No, and it's it's so bitter, right? Yeah. So with the pumpkin spice latte, like it's just like it's so sweet. Yeah, that's true. And 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 I can't I can't get down with like how sweet it is. Like there's like kind of like an art an artificial sort of taste to it. So I don't know. Well, would you order it with the whipped cream and the oh, cinnamon on the listen, top? Dude, if you're going to be a fucking bear, be a grizzly. Like, <laughs> fucking order order up with that fucking pumpkin spice latte. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I hear it. you. Do it. I hear you. What about I, so, but you say you're a one-time-a-year. Yeah, like, so so I Have I you actually, had your annual? I haven't yet. Yeah. No, I usually don't do it until closer to Halloween. Yeah. And... Starbucks is not as accessible to me as, as it was back when I used to live in a, a more urban environment. Yeah, okay. Um, 
But I, I, I always think about the pumpkin spice latte and the pumpkin spice things that I'll have one time per year in the fall around the middle of October and that's it. And interestingly, I was reading today that um, Starbucks did a study about about how their pumpkin spice latte sells. It does great. I mean, they they kill it. However, what they find is customers buy one per season and that's it. Yeah, but, that's me. Yeah, but it brings you into the store when it normally wouldn't bring you into the store, True. right? And you get that and you pair it with something like a scone, yeah. right? You have one, you have something else. They, they find that it helps them upsell more than any of their other drinks, any of their other seasonal drinks, yeah. which is very interesting. So they've branched out into a pumpkin spice chai yeah. by Tivana. And they have, um, they've also been trying Tivana. to push, they've been trying to push pairings of maple scones with the PSL or a maple latte with a pumpkin scone. So they're trying to make it happen. They're trying to fulfill the destiny that we foretold last year in a very off the rails Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> that episode was a little bit crazy, right? Yeah, there were if there was emojis about it, it would have been flames all over the place. <laughs> Hot fire. Hot. Hot. All right. So, well, rather than rehash Halloween. Yeah, people don't like when we rehash episodes. We, we haven't we, had enough yet. We do look forward to the next Halloween, but in the I meantime, look forward to the Dad Drinking Greatest Hits episode. That's going to be fucking super. super it's like when you're walking, watching, um, when you're watching, like, Save by the Bell on do Saturday. Clip shows? A clip show. Are and the you're best. like, but you would be disappointed when Save by the Bell would do a clip show. I, I would. I was just disappointed when Jersey Shore did a fucking clip show. Oh, did they do that recently? Dude, it's it's basically a clip show. They like complain. They they have no content. They literally have nothing to work with. All they have to work with is this dude Ronnie, who like gets like dragged <laughs> by all the castmates. No, 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 by his his wife. Oh, like, really? They, they have. Or, oh, is this the original Ronnie? Yeah, it's, it's oh, Ronnie, dude. Yeah, really? Yeah, dude. I haven't watched a minute of he's that. He's a fucking mess, dude. He's an absolute. Mess. I would imagine most of them are messes, but he's the worst. Well, so so the situation is like sober. Everybody Ew. else has kids and shit. Pauly D is like just like doing Pauly D. He's DJing. He's DJing and all the rest. How he must be in his forties now. Yeah, dude, he's old as shit. He's like us. Mm-hmm. Anywho, speaking of us, yes. and speaking of dads, yes, and speaking of Ronnie, Ronnie, and and pumpkin beers. Yes. What type of dad drinks a pumpkin beer? So we just spent a few minutes talking about memory senses, seasons. And to me, this is obviously a very fall beer. When I think of fall, I think of being outside with a jacket on. Absolutely. I feel like most people go outside with a scarf on as well. They, they want to show off that new scarf they got. I can't fuck with scarves, but I respect the scarf. You can't? Why? Is your neck too short? No, I just, it's, it's an extra excess. I'm, I'm well, lazy, you have a dude. neck. You have a, you have like a neck beard sometimes. I do. So you don't really need one. I had a neck beard in college. Yeah. I got a lot of shit for it. I literally like (laughs) shaved everything but my neck. I was basically like fat post Malone in college. It was awesome. People were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, well, Bob Marley had a neck beard, so I kind of want a neck beard. Yeah, in like 15, 20 years, this is going to be an awesome look. (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry about it, guys. This will be hot fire. You were ahead of your time. (laughs) So so I think I. Tell me about this dad, Jim. so, So this dad is someone who. Loves to be outside on it in a crisp fall day at the at the local fall festival, raising money for the church. Right, goes through the hay maze with his kids. Bob's for apples has some cider. Gets his kids some face painting while he drinks uh, some type of pumpkin flavored beer. Yeah, 
But I think really what, who this dad is, he's the guy that was drinking the Aperol at the beginning of soccer season. Ah. Right, we talked about him so last season. Right, so but he's he's pivoted. He's pivoted when the winter when the sorry when the winds change, he changes his brew in his in his sideline coffee mug, and he goes to a pumpkin ale of some sort. I Imperial. Like it. He has his kids' soccer club scarf on. He's wearing his his paraphernalia, his soccer jacket. He's got his merch. He's got his hat on, and he's just sitting there grinning because he's sitting in his lawn chair drinking a pumpkin ale in a coffee mug. And all the other parents know it, but he doesn't. He thinks they don't. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's the dad. Yeah? Yeah. It's got to be. What about you? Who's your daddy? I, I have a very, <laughs> very specific dad who who enjoys... The pumpkin ale. By looking at you, now the listeners can't look at you, but I, I feel like this is someone you already know. It, it, perhaps. Yeah, this could it, be like I, a real life dad. I, I may know this dad. I, yeah. may, I may be like best friends with this dad. <laughs> it's but, not me. It, I thought I was your best friend. Well, we, I mean, we are best friends. Right. Yeah. As you, you've told my mother as much, which is <laughs> awesome. It was hilarious. I remember that. Very memorable time. But I feel like this dad is uh, be- between uh, the height of uh, six foot one and six foot three. Okay. Uh, has a goatee. Okay. Lives in, I don't know, I want to say Linwood, New Jersey. That's cool. Linwood is like almost like a beach town. It's basically a beach town. Yeah. But uh, loves, loves the fall. He may or may not have also dressed up as Ken Bone. Wow. For Halloween last this year. This guy is committed to the fall. This guy fucks with fall. I mean, he's so committed, he does topical costumes. Yeah, like straight up fucks with fall. So he's topical costume dad. Yeah, he's topical costume dad. I mean, he's, he's, let's, let's really like just leverage the most out of fall. That's, <laughs> that's my dad. I don't know. But he I, sounds I like an awesome guy. He's, dude, he's the best. He's the I mean, absolute I don't think best. it's, I don't think it's incompatible with my dad. I think they may be one and the same. No, I, I, I mean, at a minimum, I think they would bro out hard. Definitely. They would like, they would kind of like do like the fucking like, you know, like that handshake that's that, not really like it's like, right. like a high five, but it's also it's a class. Like, I think I did that tonight with your brother-in-law actually. You I, guys, I don't usually bro hug, but I did that with him. I felt like I needed to do that. You you guys had a moment there. Yeah. I, I noticed that. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah, that was cool. I like him. I, I feel like I know him from all the Instagram stories you do. Oh, oh Matt's him. great. Matt Matt is a, a great dude. He's he's been there through the thick, through the thin. And all the inventory. <laughs> so, so, so we've, we've established a dad. That, but I, I think it's time. I think it's time, and you know what time it is. <sighs> is it time for the fast casual? I think it is. Oh, shit. Will you affect me? Yeah? Yeah, I want yeah. the effect. Oh, yeah, I could dig. Dude, dude, it's, here it is. It's you on? It. It's on. Okay, thanks. I don't know. It's one take. I don't know. Single take. Totally cool. All right, I got a couple of questions for you. They're not, they're not great. They're not my best efforts ever, but I think, I think they'll be good. So, but, but fast in, in the spirit of fast casual, we'll do, we'll do a ding. We'll, we'll, we'll allow a certain amount of time and then we'll ding. Yeah. Well, I don't think you need to. It'll be an analog ding. It'll probably just be going ding. My, my, my questions are designed to be answered yes or no with a very brief explanation. All right, let's do it. Let's do All it. right, pumpkin patch or apple patch for the picking? Pumpkin fucking patch. Dude. Really? You don't like the apples? The apples are fine. Here's a problem with the apples. When you go to the apple patch, 
or the apple orchard, whatever, whatever, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> you, you, you over, you, you're just like, oh my god, like I'm gonna buy a thousand apples. What the right. fuck am I gonna do with a thousand apples? You and, make apples. Listen, yes, I've been there, done that. I've made apple pies. I've done the whole thing, but like, none of it, like really. Like I, I want to put it out to the world, and I, I I I love to share my talents in the kitchen. I'm a culinary wizard, obviously. <laughs> but but we buy way too many fucking apples because it's like it's like when you go to the TV store, mm-hmm. which was a thing that you used to do. Yeah. And, and remember you, they said the special VIP section where they had like the four thousand yeah, dollars Sony right. Bravias, yeah. and you could sit on the leather, the fake leather couch oh in the Best God. Buy. It was and like they had wired, sound. It was all wired for sound. And they shit. had they had like the, the thirty second clip of uh, nature where they fine tune the settings on the HDTV yeah, so like, it looks like oh, it's real life, and yeah. it would never look like that if you like had a cable signal. Never. Yeah. No. Never. Yeah. Never. So but, that's the equivalent of the Apple picking. Well, it, it's just like you're you're in this moment and you're like. I, I don't need I don't need a peck. I need a bushel or mm-hmm. whatever the fucking measurements are. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like you're literally going home, like your car is weighed down with fucking <laughs> apples that you're never gonna use. Whereas with the pumpkin patch, it's like you, you get one pumpkin mm-hmm. or you get two pumpkins if you have two kids, and and then you're done. Now, granted, you're spending the exact same amount of money because fucking pumpkins are 69 cents a pound right at the pumpkin patch which is kind of nice right because right? it's 69 cents a pound it's very nice but it, it so i i prefer the pumpkin patch okay what kind of apple is your favorite apple though i don't know fuji i'm a honey crisp guy well honey crisps are great yeah actually tasty. you know what granny smith you like your granny yeah i mean it's, aren't it's, they the yellow ones no, those are golden delicious. Oh, okay. Granny Smiths are the green ones, oh, which yeah. are which are most adjacent to artificial apple flavor, which I love. Right. Green, you like the green, Sour Patch, the green dude, apple. Green apple Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher, that's the what I meant. fucking yeah. shit, That's dude. not I bad. I love, I love that shit. All right, so what are the odds that we get a pumpkin spice side project jerky? Very, like slim to Really? I think that oh, would be good, God. actually. I think the beef with some soy, like take your Mongolian or sorry, side projects Mongolian flavor. Yes. But then add a little bit of the allspice or the pumpkin spice combo. Well, I mean, you already have the ginger on there. That's true. Right. You just add a little bit of that. I mean, it'd be interesting. And you could you could make the or sorry, the owners of Side Project Jerky <laughs> could make a limited <laughs> run packaging with a jack o' lantern head with the with the uh, with the monocle and the hat. That's actually a great idea. Yo, well, whatever. What, dude? You're, <laughs> dude, you're you're a branding. Boom. Genius. Yep. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> eyes, eyes, knows what I was doing. <laughs> that was Ali G. For all you yeah. guys, we're dads. We're like forty. Like Ali G is still cool. <laughs> we're, that, we're not forty yet. That was the extent of my uh, my fast casual. Oh. All right, it's my turn. Yes, please. Right. It's my turn, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. All right, so here's here's my question. What is your favorite Smashing Pumpkins song? The one um, where they cover the Fleetwood Mac song. And the reason I like that, I forget what it's called. Landslide? Yeah, that's what it is. That's not that's not a Smashing Pumpkins song. That's a Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah, but I, I love their version of it because it reminds me of, of uh, a, <laughs> when I was in high school, my buddy Sal Cassio and I would go and lift weights. Um, 
and and we got this like ridiculous idea where we we spent this is this is a real thing we spent six months only working triceps so that we thought because we thought it'd be funny to have a ridiculously sized tricep and an abnormally small bicep to go with it (laughs) and at that time we were doing that that song was on y100 in philadelphia which was back then the alternative rock station and now it's like 104.5 it's like a throwback thing uh 100.3 y100 is now like a like a r&b which is jazzy awesome. it's a great Dude. station oh, man, but it's so such a change of format uh, so that reminds me of that but i also like you know the uh, rat in a cage song i mean that that's an obviously despite, despite all my rage despite all your rage yes i'm still, still yeah. a rat in a cage which i feel yeah. like often yeah uh in real life yeah but yeah. not when i'm here in the studio in the side project jerky studios it's it's i'm cut loose i'm a rat chasing a block of cheese <laughs> In a not field. like just not like the <laughs> like today like today is not the, the it's not the greatest for the me. Another one where they talk about sodomy and shit like you yeah. know I don't like that that's not my thing you yeah. know Gomorrah was not my ideal vacation spot. Yeah, that's you true. That's, so, <laughs> and, but but so it's not the kid from Small Wonder, right? Like Billy Corgan is not the kid from Small Wonder. I don't think so, but he looks like him. They they're they're similar. Looking. What was his name? So. I think the kid from Small Wonder's name was Jamie. Jerry Superman. No, no, what was his character? Oh, Jamie. It was Jamie, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Jamie was such I a nerd. I loved Small Wonder. I did Small too. Small Wonder was the fucking Vicky shit. was Vicky was cute. And you remember the smoking think, episode? No. That was that's the one that sticks in my head. Did Jamie try a cigarette and get in trouble? Yeah, and uh, then yeah, I, re- so, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was the kid from 8 is enough. And he was like, you know what? Never mind. Don't smoke. Just chew tobacco. And then the the kid wound up with like 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 mouth cancer because he really chews tobacco once. Yeah, I mean that happens. (laughs) It does. It does. (laughs) I I I feel like modern day sitcoms don't really. There's no PSA sitcoms anymore. No, it's all it's all be as bad as you can, which I think is fine. Yeah, I I really don't miss. Uh, Jamie's buddy getting mouth cancer. Did you so so obviously uh, cute robots have been a thing forever, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you watch Humans? It was an AMC show about. No, I heard about. Oh, humans. That was about. I have always liked uh, beautiful robots. Yeah. Um, I cannot wait until the future when beautiful robots are all over the place, <laughs> um, doing everything for us. And uh, but there was another show like Small Wonder. Which is the Jamie Vicky show, right? Yeah. Um, called Today's Special. Do you remember that one? It oh was my on God! Yes, Today's Special. Yeah. It's about to appear. Yes. Fu- no, but he wasn't a robot. He was no. a mannequin. I know, but it's, it came it's to life. Exactly. Holy After shit. hours, Jeff. And Jeff the mannequin. Yes. <laughs> Such a Canadian name, right? Like no, no, Canadians. It, it, this is a Canadian show, and like they they name. They're like, what should we name this magical mannequin that Jeff, comes to life? His real name was Jeff. His, his, and his, his name was Jeff Heislop, and I actually, I actually did. I, I made a meme about no. today's special. Yes, and it was raindrop, drop top. The guy from today's special's name was Jeff, Jeff Heislop. <laughs> you are the. You are literally the only other person. This is this is why we are we. Yes. Because you are the only other person that knows about today's special. <laughs> that was awesome. My was brother, so my brother loved today's special. Like today's we watched special it was constantly. The fucking shit. It was great. Oh my god. It was great. 
<laughs> what was the old security guard guy who knew the secret? Yeah, there was a Sam, guard. right? Wasn't it Sam? Yeah, Sam. There's the black lady. Yeah. Like the, Always. Yeah. Very oh Canadian God. show. Holy shit. It was excellent. I think, I think this, this episode has been a trip down memory lane. It has. It really has. And it's good. I think that it's important for, for all of us, listeners included, to you know reconnect memory with good times. And I think that the pumpkin, although we didn't like a lot of it, it really inspired a lot of nostalgia that, in us. Dude, that one tasted like a fucking urinal cake. It really <laughs> did. I'm, I'm not happy about that. However, I'm, I'm, but, but I love I, that. That's, that's so great. I think, I think we started down this, this pumpkin path. And I think what the the yield was was really this this whole idea of nostalgia. Yeah, and, and that's that's the purpose of the pumpkin. That's the purpose of the podcast, really. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's recording true. our memories in, in about fatherhood and 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 children and drink <laughs> drinking <laughs> while parenting. <laughs> Let's get shit faced and talk about our memories. Yes, I, I think I can't wait until next time. Now, yeah, Let's see what other memories we create. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, dude. We're gonna have some fucking great memories. We we are constantly going to create memories. I mean, the, the children are getting older, they're getting better, wiser, shittier, mm-hmm. well, more productive, I'm, more productive. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say it sounded like the uh, Radiohead song from OK Computer. What's that? Fitter, yeah. <laughs> happier, more productive. <laughs> anyway, so so you guys, if if you like what you've heard, yes. check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Dad when, Drinking. Not if it's yeah. not a matter of if it's a matter of when. DadDrinking.com. Indeed, live stream. Check not, out the it's videos. not live. You can stream it. It's not live. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Stream it. Um, you can you can check out the videos on our Instagram feed. You can check out our gallery of media on the, the daddrinking.com website. Love it. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And uh, you can subscribe. You can also subscribe to Side Project Jerky, uh, Beef Jerky subscription service on sideprojectjerky.com. Absolutely. Which would be great. Give our sponsors some love. And uh, we can't wait to be with you next time, which I think we're going to have yet another special guest. I think a special guest is coming up next week. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Until then, we love you. Sleep tight. Thanks for listening, guys. Watch out for those special mannequins. And drink lots of pumpkin beers, except for the mop water. That one's fucking weird. But they were honest in their marketing. (laughs) We'll see you next time. See ya.